Welcome to Pat Sherlock's podcast series, interviews with top mortgage sales leaders. Learn practical tips for improving sales management results. Let's get started. Hi, this is Pat Sherlock and welcome to the podcast. Today's topic is helping experienced originators adapt a new way of selling. Our expert is Danny Deaton, a EVP of Highland Residential Mortgage. Danny has been in our business over 40 years and he's still young at heart. He started out at, at an SNL in North Carolina and has been with many major mortgage banking firms. Hi, Danny. Good morning, Pat. How are you? I'm doing great. And this is such a great topic. But before we go to that topic, uh, let's talk a little bit like how did you get into mortgage banking and how did you get into managing? And, and then we'll go from there. Sure. Well, I actually started in the savings and loan business, as you just mentioned. And uh, early in my career with the with the savings and loan, I uh, applied for a promotion to move to my hometown and take a branch manager position. At the time, uh, they told me that they would like to consider me, but I had no mortgage banking experience. And so immediately I asked, how can I get some experience so that uh, I can be able to take advantage of, uh, of opportunities in the future. My boss pulled me aside and said, tell you what, we'll put you into the mortgage operation for 90 days and, and make this your training to get ready for mortgage banking. And uh, after getting my first taste of the mortgage world, I never went back to the branch. And so my mortgage career was launched. So from the managing standpoint, did you start out then as an originator? I started originating initially, and then it was not long after that, that I was uh, moved into a different branch and were, was actually given uh, several loan officers to uh, you know, work under me, and the management part took hold as well. So what was the best advice that you got regarding managing? I'm asked this a lot. And mm -hmm. uh, interestingly, uh, I still remember the conversation, but my first boss in mortgage banking called me into her office one day and she said, I'm going to give you the best sales training you will ever get on selling. And I said, great, this is fantastic. I'm you know, ready to make this happen. And she looked at me and she said, shut up. And I said, <laughs> you know, uh, I I'm not sure what I said. And she said, shut up. And so I sat there, stared at her for a minute. She said, no, that's the lesson. She, uh, <laughs> she taught me immediately that too often salespeople try to sell. And instead of selling, the best advice is to shut up, listen, understand what the needs are of the individuals that you're uh, working with and, and uh, then solve those problems. So from a, a very early age, I learned to uh, to solve instead of sell. And I think that that's had a, a big impact on my career. I don't originate any longer, but uh, you know, as I look at one of my primary responsibilities being recruiting, I still use that advice every single day because when I'm talking to a loan officer about coming to work for my company, uh, it's very easy to try to sell them on all the great things we do, but instead I, I make myself listen and, and understand whether or not we can be a solution for, for those individuals. So uh, great advice. And uh, again, I still use it today. That is great advice. Were you one to read managing books or sales books? I mean, was there any that you would recommend for people listening today? 
You know, there there are. I, I've read so many great books uh, throughout the years, and uh, there are three books that probably uh, have stuck with me uh, more than any other. In fact, uh, I have framed quotes from each of these books, and they sit on my desk uh, every single day. First one is was called "Don't Fire Them, Fire Them Up," and uh, it was by, by Frank Pacetta. And it kind of taught me to cherish the team around me, to uh, expect hard work, but also to make sure that you're rewarding and recognizing and enjoying the fruits of the success. Uh, And the quote, if I can read these real quickly uh, that I have, um, says the real challenge is to nurture people, to bring them to their full potential as human beings and as business partners. You win with people if you cherish them, develop them, and show that you sincerely care about their success. We either build trust, create loyalty, and generate enthusiasm, excitement, and teamwork, or we step to the sidelines and watch the competition pass us by. So that was one of my my key books. Uh, Mm -hmm. The the next one that I uh, still love to this date was a book called Pour Your Heart Into It. Howard Schultz was the uh, author, and he's the guy, obviously, that started Starbucks. Uh, but it talked about team building and how critical it was to make sure that everyone felt appreciated and, and part of a great success. The quote that I have uh, on my desk says, victory is much more meaningful when it comes not just from the efforts of one person, but from the joint achievements of many. The wow. euphoria is lasting when all participants lead with their hearts winning not just for themselves, but for one another. Victory is sweetest when it's shared. And then the last book is one that uh, I've read fairly recently called The Carpenter by John Gordon. And it's built around servant leadership, which is a driving principle uh, in in how I manage uh, on a day-to-day basis. And uh, the quote real quickly uh, that that I have on my desk says, always remember that your greatness as a leader will not be determined by how much power you accumulate. It will be determined by how much you serve and sacrifice for others to help them become great. Great leaders don't succeed because they are great. They succeed because they bring out the greatness in others. To become a great leader, you must be a servant leader. You must serve in order to lead. So those three books are, are you know, a big part of uh, you know, my career and, uh, and my management style. Well, they're all three are classics, and I'm glad that you mentioned them because they are great books for sure. So when you look at your career, and again, 40 years is certainly, you know, you've seen everything and done everything. But what was your, your greatest victory from your viewpoint? You know, I, I think about that often. I don't know that I've ever done anything great, but I've certainly been around a lot of great people that uh, that have helped me achieve a lot. Yeah, I'd probably say my, my most satisfying achievement, though, was the job that I'm in right now. I came to Highland seven and a half years ago, and we had a pretty clean slate. Uh, there was not much uh, to, to walk into. And uh, I partnered with uh, our president, Brian Bennett, and, uh, and our COO, Steve Peters. And we together were able to build a company that we felt like would be the best in, in the industry. And, you know, it was a pretty simple uh, process. We wanted to create a sales-driven company 
that had operational excellence, that was led by servant leaders and was able to be picky about who we wanted to uh, to have on our team. And, and we wanted to make sure that we surrounded ourselves with people that understood that giving back in this industry is uh, is a blessing that we all have been given. And, and uh, so we focused on that. And so uh, our first year, uh, the company closed about $282 million worth of business. And this year, I'm happy to, to say that uh, we will uh, close just over $4 billion. So, you know, pretty rapid rise in a fairly short period of time. But I'd say two things are, are um, um, that make me most proud are that we've been voted multiple times as the best mortgage company to work for, including a, a number one rating by National Mortgage News a couple of years ago. And we take that seriously, not because we're trying to achieve that, but if we've uh, worked hard to make our employees happy, we feel like that uh, we're, we're going to be able to, to make our customers happy. And so the second great achievement is that uh, we average about a 98.5% satisfaction rating on our customer surveys that we get in. And that includes up uh, a 96.6% percent net promoter score. And so two things that we set out to accomplish, making our, our employees happy and, and you know, making them understand that uh, their gift is, is uh, to make the process smooth and, uh, and you know, make customers happy. And we're achieving both. And uh, that's the most satisfying thing I think that uh, has happened in my career. So, uh, Danny, what about, I guess, when you look at it also on the flip side, what's the greatest lesson that you learned? I think that servant leadership builds teams is probably the greatest lesson. I, I laugh because I do tell this to recruits all the time that, you know, if we had to rely on my personal production to keep this company uh, uh, solvent, uh, we'd probably be gone by the end of today. Uh, so uh, when I quit originating and, and uh, quit running the individual branches, I, I put some real focus on what can I do on a day-to-day -day basis uh, that helps everybody else get better. And our entire company is built around servant leadership. Um, no one in, in the company uh, has any concerns about uh, whatever is necessary to be done, um, you know, that it's taken care of. So uh, I think that that would be my answer is that uh, if you truly lead by giving, uh, I think you're going to have a successful operation. And uh, that's been my biggest takeaway. Well, let's jump in and go deeper into this topic that is such an important topic within mortgage banking today, especially when we have so many experienced originators. And how do you help them? Because certainly selling has changed. Adapt to a new way of selling. What What are your tips? I thought about this uh, when, when you asked me to speak on this, and, and I'm not sure I would call it a new way of selling. I, I think that I would consider it getting better each and every day. And uh, uh, it is harder today and there is more competition today and there's uh, competition that comes from from different angles. But what we try to do on a day to day basis is, is focus on some key things that I think do differentiate mortgage bankers uh, when, when they're competing for business. Uh, 
The first is that, you know, knowledge is critical. You, you want your loan officers to understand how to put deals together. You want them to understand what's going on in the marketplace. You want them to understand all of the things that could affect the ultimate uh, uh, opportunity to build wealth through, uh, through, you know, buying a home. Mm-hmm. And that's what we try to spend our time on is making sure that our, our loan officers are educated, making sure that our loan officers are getting better each day and, and learning something each day. So that would be number one. Customer satisfaction drives business would be the second thing that I would, would talk about. Uh, we do see our industry as one that's you know gotten some bad rap for not giving great service. People have mortgage nightmares uh, uh, that they can you know recite from personal experiences and and we see that you know those comments often. So what we've tried to do is to make sure that we're clear and concise with the borrowers. We communicate constantly through the you know through the process and that you know we're giving them the type of attention that they need in order to make the process a great process for them. And yeah, it's interesting as we've gotten bigger. Uh, one of the things that I do on a day-to-day basis, every single day, is I review the surveys that come back in from our customers, and I share those back out to the to the loan officers and managers because it, it is the scorecard, the report card that uh, allows them to see exactly what our customers are, are looking for. And so if we've got, you know, smart loan officers and we've got uh, great customer satisfaction, we're constantly looking for ways to get that database of, of individuals, our past customers, to share their experiences and, and become referral sources for us. And, uh, you know, a referral from a friend uh, or next door neighbor certainly goes a heck of a lot further than the advertisements that you constantly see on on television and radio right now for uh, mm-hmm. solicitation for mortgage banking. And so we, we take very seriously the attitude that our referral sources should be those people that have had outstanding experiences with, uh, you know, with our customer or excuse me, our company. So what happens, Danny, when there is a, uh, let's say you do get a customer that doesn't give a good survey, do you call the customer or how do you handle that part? We do call the customer and and we apologize first, uh, whether it's their fault, our fault, or or some outside third party that creates it. But in an effort to try to understand uh, where the breakdown occurred, I do think it's a great learning experience for our loan officers. And, uh, you know, it's easy to get mad that, hey, it wasn't my fault. It was it was someone else. So but our reality is that it doesn't really matter if they're mad, they're mad. And uh, we don't want detractors uh, in our business. We don't want people walking away saying, don't go to to Highlands Mortgage for, for your loan. So we need to understand if if it is you know not a good experience for the for the uh, borrower, uh, we want to understand why. We want to make sure that they understand that we're sorry and uh, you know we learn from that and do better the next time. So when you look at your customer satisfaction, talk about that a little bit. Is that in other words, how are you rating? How is the customer rating you? And where is that tying together 
with, I guess, on the origination side of making improvements. It sounds like that you're doing a lot of that on a daily basis. Yeah, the, the great news is that we don't have many people that have problems through mm -hmm. our process. We've been fortunate, I think, to hire you know high quality originators at our company. But you know what, what we ask is how the experience was right, and, and sure. ask them to rate us. And, and there's three questions that we ask uh, that we get you know, answers back or, or grades back from, uh, with the last being, would you recommend to um, th this mm -hmm. loan officer to friends and family? And that's where the net promoter score is created. And so, you know, from that, we're, we're able to understand that customers are going into uh, the mortgage process in many cases, either having had a bad experience in their past, uh, or uh, not knowing exactly what the experience is, is going to be if it's a first time home buyer. And so truly communicating through the process is probably the biggest you know, thing that we do right. And uh, I think that that's a, a key piece is to put them at ease, make sure that they understand that uh, mm -hmm. we're in charge, that we're going to take good care of them. We're gonna be honest with them. We're working with them in partnership to accomplish the exact same thing, and that's to get them into their dream home. So we only have a few minutes left. What would be some of the takeaways that you would want our listeners to have about, again, the experience originator and new selling models? It sounds like it really is the same traditional about building a good relationship with customers is how it sounds to me. Uh, you bet. I mean, I, I think that number one, surround yourself with quality people. Uh, I think that's step number one. We have 182 loan officers right now, and uh, that group will close over four billion this year. So we've got high quality people top to bottom. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the second takeaway I would say is knowledge is good. You know, you, you want to be smarter uh, than the competition that's out there. And uh, the industry seems to be pushing towards making mortgage banking a commodity. And we still feel like that there's a value add piece that's critical when you're making a decision on, on buying a home and putting your, your financing in place. Obviously, we've already talked about it, but the customer satisfaction is a key piece. And if you listen to your customers in the end, you're going to know what the right things to do are. And if you follow those right things, you will be extremely successful in this business, uh, no matter what the competition is. Well, I think that's great advice to leave everyone today. And I want to thank you for sharing your thoughts. They were really terrific. For everyone listening, also please rate the podcast and go to www.patsherlock for information about our services and sign up for our weekly sales blog. Thanks so much, Danny. You bet, Pat. It was fun. Thanks for uh, including me.